It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast here on this Tuesday, a winning podcast for the Cincinnati Reds two in a row folks they just beat the Houston Astros three to two a very stressful nail-biter type win but hey we'll take him here whenever we're trying to catch back up to 500 I'm gonna recap that game here in just a moment make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes Spotify Google Play Stitcher and the Himalaya podcasting app hit us up on social media you know the handles and call us up on the locked on Reds line at 513 513- 549-0159. The question of the week, what's been your first impression of David Bell here in 2019? I'm sure it may have changed over the last 24 hours, but I want to hear from you. Let me know at 513-549-0159. And probably the reason that it may have changed is a very gutsy move. David Bell comes into the ninth inning. The Reds are up 3-2. to two. They got a runner on first base. The Astros do. And one out is on the board. And Iglesias, Rosell Iglesias, had been called on to pitch a five-out save. A very stress-filled five-out save, as most guys from the bullpen had struggled with issuing base on balls last night. And Iglesias was no stranger to that as well. He himself was walking a couple of people. The Reds as a whole had nine walks in that win. You're telling me that a Reds pitching staff issued nine walks and they got a win? That's pretty good. But Iglesias just didn't have it all. His fastball topped out at 93 and his command wasn't great. You know, David Bell said after the game, it probably had something to do with the extended layoff. You know, it was five or six days since his last appearance. And because of that, he was mindful of how Iglesias was pitching. He comes out and he pulls him. And that was a very interesting decision. I mean, that's been one of my favorite things about David Bell this year is he has had so many things to talk about. He's made so many decisions that you can talk about because he puts himself out there. He's saying, you know, I've got a plan. I've got a strategy. This is how we're going to work it. And tonight, this wasn't an analytics-based strategy. This was a feel. This was a gut feeling that he rolled with. He was just like, you know, Iglesias doesn't have it. I'm bringing in Lorenzen. It wasn't even, you know, a matchup-type call. He brings in another righty to replace Iglesias, and sure enough, first pitch gets Michael Brantley to pop out to center field, and then he strikes out Jordan Alvarez on a 99-mile-an-hour fastball. Just the biggest exclamation point you could possibly put onto this perceived controversial decision by David Bell, then ratified 
by the way that Lorenzen pitches, ends the game, the Reds get the win. And there was a lot of concern because David Bell comes in with one out in the ninth to pull Rysel Iglesias. Iglesias makes a beeline to the clubhouse, blows right past David Bell, just runs right in, I mean, doesn't run into the clubhouse, but, you know, walks into the clubhouse, doesn't come back out, sit in the dugout, and watch the rest of the game. Seemed a bit controversial. It was one of those things you kind of worried about because, you know, he had those comments earlier on in the season that he was very unhappy with the way that he was being deployed as a reliever. And you started to wonder maybe this was going to boil over even some more. But Iglesias had all the right things to say in the post game. He, he said, you know, that was the right call. I just didn't have it tonight. My command wasn't there. It's all about the win. And that's exactly right. That is exactly the mindset that you need to have on this team because David Bell made this call with a thought that we need to get the win at all costs. Managers in the past, it felt like, would leave a closer out there, even if the closer was having a bit of a rough night. Maybe he was struggling around some hitters, but you know, he's the closer. He's the guy that's got to get the saves. We got to leave him out there so he can get a save. But David Bell didn't care about that. He's like, my guy's not on. Let me get somebody else in here who's ready to go. Lorenzen was ready. Lorenzen gets him out of there. David Bell looks like a genius for that call. Just an absolutely phenomenal decision. One that people will be able to point to in their conversations at various local watering holes of which they can say, oh, you don't think David Bell's that great? Well, what about whenever they beat the Astros? You know, what about that game? That was a great decision. And, you know, there's good and there's bad. There's, there's, he's not been perfect. There is no such thing as a perfect manager. But Monday night was a good night for David Bell and a good win for the Reds as that was a game that they got three runs in the sixth. And even though, you know, it was a three-run sixth inning, it felt like they could have gotten more. They had the bases loaded, and Jesse Winker came up as the Astros took Wade Miley out and put in the reliever. And so they flipped Phil Irvin out, and they put in Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker grounds into a double play to end the inning and end the threat of the Reds getting any more runs, and you felt like, okay, well, you got Castillo on the mound. We can do this. And the, and the Reds bring him out in the top of the seventh. Just, it was a great night. Just another great thing because, you know, David Bell had been under criticism for pulling his starters too early. He leaves Castillo in there to keep on going because he was he had a full head of steam behind him. You know, he's pitching really good. He walks the first two batters in the seventh. So David Bell comes in, and he brings in David Hernandez. And a couple of guys come around to score for the Astros. A very controversial decision was made by the Astros as, you know, the Reds pulled Hernandez. They brought in Amir Garrett. Amir Garrett promptly gave up a screaming line drive to Michael Brantley that went all the way out into right field. And basically in the corner by the wall, Yasiel Puig picks up the ball. And Alex Bregman is getting ready to round third. And for whatever reason, the Astros third base coach holds Alex Bregman at third base. Maybe fearing Yasiel Puig's arm. I don't know. Knowing what I know about Alex Bregman, though, I think he probably could have beat that out. And I bet Astros fans are debating that hotly this morning. But 
that was a big turning point in the game as the Reds were able to get the third out after that. And then they just survived the rest of the way. Like I mentioned, nine walks on the night, and they still eke out a win. Two in a row, the Pirates did not play last night, so the Reds are firmly in fourth place yet again, half game ahead of the Pirates. And wouldn't you know it, but wham, bam, can of ham, the Reds are only six and a half out of the wild card. Going to take a quick break here. Thank our sponsor, Hotels.com. Stop hate liking your friends' trips. Go to Hotels.com. Book your next trip. Great rates. They even got a reward system for your stay. Hotels.com is the best way to book your next trip. You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast here on this Tuesday. Thank you so much for downloading and listening. My name is Jeff Carr. and A discussion was brought about Monday night after the Reds win because there were some folks that were kind of throwing Iglesias under the bus. I was kind of one of them until I heard his comments. I heard his takes on how he felt the his replacing was in the ninth inning. I, I applaud him for the way that he handled that. I hope that's really how he feels. I hope he's not just speaking to the camera and all that stuff because I want him to buy in because he is a great reliever. But here's the deal. Pitching roles are moot. A pitcher's role is to go out and stop the other team from scoring runs. I don't care if you're a starter, if you're a, re- a reliever, coming out of the bullpen, whatever. If you're, a, if you're a position player that has to be called upon to pitch, your job is to keep the other team from scoring too many runs and helping your team win. That is the bottom line. I don't care if he thinks he's a closer, if the guy thinks he's a setup man, if he thinks he's a loogie, whatever. You got to pitch with how the manager deploys you. You are not the manager. So with that being said, the Reds need guys that buy in to the winning mentality. David Bell seems to get that. David Bell has a plan, he has strategies, ways to attack, ways to get that win. He just needs to make sure he's got a a roster of 25 guys who believe wholeheartedly in that. It sounded like that was something early on, and maybe maybe a big picture overtone in things that Tyler Malley and Tanner Rourke have said, things that Iglesias said earlier in the season. You know, not something that Scott Schebler was directly attacking, but something that he had said in an interview with C. Trent Rosecrans down in Louisville, mentioning that guys weren't really used to the way that David Bell plays it because he plays the matchups on just about any chance he can get. But the reason he's doing that is he believes that is their best chance to win. Now I see, you know, the way that he pitched Luis Castillo last night and the way that Sonny Gray pitched the other day. I think that he is understanding there are situations where you don't have to, you know, hard and fast cut a pitcher off right before the third time through the order. And I applaud his ability to change and adapt as the season goes on. I think we'll continue to see more of that. Some of the things we saw in the early season that kind of confused us a little bit maybe will go away. And now tonight he he was interest he was defensively hamstrung by the absence of Jose Iglesias, who's celebrating the birth of his third child. Um, And you had Jose Peraza, shortstop. He made an error that didn't prove to be critical, but it did give up a run. 
there in the seventh inning. So that's it's going to be interesting to see because I don't believe I I almost think that Jose Peraza has played himself out of the shortstop position, but that's a topic for another show. But overall, David Bell is employing himself as a manager who is a thinking man's manager. And I love that about him. And I love to see his development. And I want to hear more from you, the listener, about that. Hit me up, Locked On Reds Line, 513-549-0159. Tell me what you think of David Bell so far, because this is his rookie year as a major league manager. He's not been a major league manager before. He's set on major league benches. He's been a bench coach. He's he's worked in player development, all those different areas. He's been a minor league manager, but he's never managed at this level under this scrutiny. And I like what he's done so far. I think that he is going to be a very good manager moving forward. And I'm telling you what, I, I know that you guys are probably sick and tired of hearing about run differential and Pythagorean win-loss and all that stuff. But it just goes to show if the lineup was doing its job right now, the Reds would have the fourth best record. According to Pythagorean win-loss, they have the fourth best Pythagorean win-loss in the major leagues. Now, obviously, that's not what their actual record is, but maybe their actual record will start to look like that soon. And I know I was all doom and gloom a couple of episodes ago talking about the Reds really need to go on that run. But just think about it. If they do, I mentioned right before the break, they're six and a half out of the wild card. They're not that far out of the uh, division either. Seven and a half out of the division. It's, you know, they're, they're a big run away from being right where they need to be. Now they stand on the tip of a knife because they're also a really bad run from being completely out of it and really being sellers right now. So we got to see how this teeters because the offense needs to get going. Because as awesome as the pitching has been, to expect it to continue to be this awesome is short-sighted. And it may be something that evens out and levels out a little bit as we get going here. But overall, the job that David Bell has done has been phenomenal. At least from my point of view. Let me know, Lockdown Reds line, what you guys think too. That's going to be it for the Tuesday edition of the Lockdown Reds podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Make sure that you are subscribed on the many podcasting platforms. Hit us up on Twitter at Lockdown Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. Check out LockdownReds.com for even more content from our team of writers. And like I've been telling you all episode, hit us up at 513 549 0159. I want to hear from you. Usually this is Telephone Tuesday, but I had a lot to talk about today, so couldn't quite fit that in. Maybe tomorrow. Anyway, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. It'll be about the Justin Verlander versus Anthony DiSclafani Astros and Reds game on Tuesday night. Very good that the Reds got a win in game one because games two and three are going to be very difficult. Going up against Justin Verlander tonight and Garrett Cole tomorrow. This is the Lockdown Reds Podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Lockdown Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 